Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Salt and Burn This, a Supernatural Rewatch podcast. Hi, Valerie. How's it going? Hi, Tammy. Going good. Going good. I have to tell you, this is what the start of the fourth one that we've done because we redid the first one. (laughs) (laughs) This may be episode three for you. Right. It's like four-ish for us. After every episode, I am exhausted (laughs) it's like I I am so not used to talking for this amount of time I think even before I know it's like pandemic related ish but also before I was not like one to just sit and talk and talk and talk and talk so about the there's there's a lot of listening involved and right now all we're doing is talking (laughs) but about the 45 minute mark I'm just like oh man <laughs> no, no, it's not you. It's just it's no. The, it in general. <laughs> you are right. I was after the after that last one. Uh, I was I was ready to to break into the wine. I was done. <laughs> and not like oh my god, that was terrible. But it was just looked at my watch and I was like oh my gosh. Yeah, I just did a full day's work in an yes. hour and a half. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. It's crazy. It's amazing. I love it. It's mentally stimulating. We need to do it more. Yeah, I agree. I also am very much enjoying rewatching these and like paying attention because there are so, I mean, I've said this before, I think, but this one really, I was just like, oh man, this is such a juicy episode. I made so many notes. I did too. I'm so sorry. I (laughs) I know. We may need to split this up into two. We'll see how long how long it is um okay. at the end of it but this could be a two-parter just because it was so it's it's pretty meaty it was it's, meaty uh, yeah but it's but I, you know what i like your word better juicy juicy it was definitely juicy it, it fits the the theme of the episode <laughs> i find myself literally leaning forward and watching the episodes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know it's like i set myself up and I just watch it and I take it in and I'm enjoying it more than just like, oh, Supernatural's on, yeah. you know, I'm watching it and yeah. I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying yeah. the process. And uh, yes. I also, I guess, in relation to where the series ends, which I'm still haven't watched the final, but <sighs> in where the journey takes us going back and watching where they started, yeah. it, I think makes it more enjoyable knowing uh-huh. where they end up. Yeah. Agreed. So, without further ado, let's get started. Okay, so today we're going to be doing episode three, Dead in the Water, directed by Kim Manners. Um, X-Files. Mm-hmm, uh, written by Sarah Gamble and Rael Tucker, two lady writers. Yes. I think that you can tell that this was written by two women. Personally, that was just me. I, and I don't know if that was colored by the fact that I knew beforehand. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say yes, with the exception of one point, which we'll come up to. In yeah. a, in a- mm, yes, I think I know where you're going with it. But okay. But I think that I have a, a an argument for why it needed to be there. But anyway, um, I don't know if Eric Kripke was also on the writing team here. He was just in the he was just credited as created by so i'm not sure if he had much to do with the actual writing of the episode Uh, maybe not maybe he's just showrunner right just (laughs) yeah just the guy who runs the show okay here's the description on netflix 
In a small town in Wisconsin, Sam and Dean investigate a series of mysterious drownings officially explained as suicides. That is incorrect. It's absolutely <laughs> incorrect. And I rewatched like the beginning parts, you know, where they're talking to the cops to see if there's any mention at all of suicide. Not, not the, the a word, the word suicide is not even in this episode. Nope. Sam and Dean don't even bring it up. No, it's not even an option as like, no. could it be a suicide? No. Wow, Netflix. Yeah, very weird. An interesting MapQuest moment for this. The setting is in Lake Manitowoc, Wisconsin. Does not exist. That is not that is not a place. <laughs> right, I know. I went right to it. I was like... Tick, 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 tick. <laughs> oh, so close. I know. It, I think it was inspired by Manitowoc. Yes. Apologies if I'm saying that incorrectly, but um, but Lake Manitowoc, not, not a thing. Yep. So I have a question because mm-hmm. we're doing this map quest thing. Mm-hmm. They aren't always starting in Lawrence, Kansas, are they? They're I like don't think so. Yeah. Because they're looking for their dad. Yes. So yes. My and I'm, I'm not sure where they started this episode at. I tried to get clues. Mm-hmm. I know they're in a diner, like a truck stop somewhere, but um, there was no clue and they do not mention where it is they are i assume it's somewhere in wisconsin since dean is looking at newspapers about the area yeah yeah circling yes and i don't you know they wouldn't have access to to those newspapers just anywhere anywhere right and it was a physical newspaper it wasn't a printout of a newspaper you know right and he wasn't looking online he was looking at a newspaper Mm -hmm. all right so Start of the episode, it opens at a beautiful lake, beautiful house, this kind of um, gentle family sitcom music opening up. (laughs) Some cutesy brother-sister banter, you know, know, it's a little basic, but but still, it definitely has the feeling of like um, family matters or something like that. (laughs) Right, right. Gentle ribbing, Mm -hmm. you know. Brother makes fun of sister. Sister makes fun of brother. Yep. Yep. And then she heads to the lake. Spooky water. Right. She goes to work out because she's a swimmer. Yeah, she's a swimmer. But here, I want to I mention because in the first episode, you know, we were talking about spooky water. Yeah. You know, at the end because it was crawling down the stairs and everything. And uh, you mentioned it's like it's spooky because it's not in its natural setting. But <laughs> here, water is only in its natural setting. And totally it's creepy. creepy and scary the whole time. Yeah, and it's super dark. It's dark. And it's... you know what? The, the sa- not, the, not the voices that are underneath, but the actual sound of the water, like, swishing, mm-hmm. to me was really, it was evoking something. It was just yeah. so, I don't know textured or something it was enough to make me go (laughs) like the first thing i wrote yeah first thing i wrote was "Uh uh-oh creepy water yes (laughs) and then the second note i wrote was drowning i already have this fear oh really i already have this fear of drowning yeah i think a lot of people do it's not but anyway (laughs) yeah there's a there's the jaws moment you know where the camera's coming up to her Right, from underneath, she doesn't yes. know what's there. We don't right? know what's there. Right, something is watching her from underneath. Uh-huh, and then drags her down. There's not even a struggle. It's just like, whoop, gone. gone. Yep, yep. 
one of my notes was a, a lake, dark water, burr. Because she's standing on the edge of the dock before she dives in and gets pulled down under. She's like standing there in a bikini getting ready to jump in. Uh-huh. I'm like, it doesn't look warm and inviting to me. You know, no. people swim in lakes, I think, have a special caliber of uh, fearlessness. Yeah, totally. And this is Wisconsin, not known to be a warm <laughs> place. <laughs> right? She just dives right in and starts swimming. Well, maybe since this is a fictional place, maybe this is like a little oasis pocket of Wisconsin. (laughs) (laughs) Right. It's a hot water lake. Yeah. So before she gets pulled under, though, as as she's swimming, um, something makes her stop for Mm -hmm. a second, stop her laps. And she's kind of looking around. And I can't tell if she's looking around because she's just, you know, enjoying the lake and nature or if she hears the whispers that we now hear. There are voices, but I couldn't understand what they were saying. And I'm wondering if she hears them too, or if the voices were only there for us to be, to, to alert the, the viewer, something unnatural is happening mm-hmm. here. I think that she does hear them because a little later on, I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but um, the, uh, Andrea, the, the girl, like the main the, one-off the girl, mom. Amy Ackers, yeah. yeah, the mom, she uh, says something. It's like, I heard this voice saying, come play with me, mm. which I, I didn't quite understand, like, what that voice was saying at the time. I heard the voice, but... There's a lot happening in yeah. that moment. So. Yeah. So anyway, so I think, yes, she does hear something, maybe not explicitly saying, come play with me or whatever, mm-hmm. whatever the, the words are. But I think that she, I think she does hear something, which makes her stop. So um, I wanted to mention something. We always talk about the the logo, you know, how the show starts, uh-huh. like what's supernatural, whether it's a splatter or it's this. Uh-huh. Supernatural for this season, or at least for these episodes, has been like this electric mm-hmm. ghost. And um, uh, it zooms at you. It's one of those, like, in your face. If you were if you were watching this on a super big screen, the, the logo would, like, supernatural would, like, hit you in the face. yeah. Yeah, it's uh, like um, almost like a staticky TV a little yes, bit. Yes. So I just wanted to be like, oh, it's ghosty. Yes. It's that same electric ghost from the pilot episode. It's that ghost uh-huh. feeling of, yeah. of static and glitchiness. Unnatural. Yes, mm-hmm. glitch. So I just wanted to point that out that I love it and I look for it. <laughs> cool. I, just, I just spit. I loved it so much. <laughs> All right. So after uh, this girl gets dragged under this scary lake. Uh, immediate shot of a, a diner one of many that we will see one of a million yes yes um <laughs> right off the bat at three minutes <laughs> and nine seconds his a major major horn dog dean moment dean dean still a douchebag oh my god and i had this at like at, at the start of this you know because honestly i didn't quite remember the the intricacies of this episode like i just like, I remember, oh, there was a ghost in the water, people got, died, and then, you know, mystery got solved. But right. But at this moment, I, I made it, I was like, really, writers with this costume? <laughs> the, the girl, this beautiful, beautiful girl wearing a super sexy tank top, little sh- tank yeah, top. almost corsety, Daisy Dukes, and wedge heels, working yeah. as a waitress in a diner. Right. Never, ever, ever have I seen that or done that because I've worked as a waitress <laughs> right. in like little places like this before. I would never wear wedge heels in a kitchen. Are you kidding me? <laughs> right. 
You're like, you want tips, but yeah, you also want to be able to walk at the end of the day. Right. Yeah. So this is the moment where I was like, uh, shame on you women for writing this. <laughs> um, because, because Sam comes in and interrupts Dean from, you know, literally cock blocks him, yes. um, for lack of a better, better, better terminology. Mm-hmm. But, uh, so Dean ends up saying, you know, we're allowed to have fun. And then he points at the waitress's ass and says, that's fun. (laughs) And while I get it, I was actually really insulted by uh, the woman being referred to as that, That, as opposed to she's fun, Mm -hmm. you know, that, and that's what took me out for as far as the, you know, female writers, right? Yeah, it was really, it was a really gross moment. Yes, but But then Sam is the, yeah, it is completely Dean for this time being. Uh, and then Sam, again, is the moral compass being like, come on, dude, you know, yeah. put it back in your pants. We yeah. got to we, we got things to do. Yeah. But then Sam kind of turns into a little bit mm, of a child, I guess, for lack of a better term, you know, seeing like we need to find dad. You know, he's just like so focused on dad. And then Dean kind of turns into the adult for a minute and is like, listen, I get it. We have to help people along the way. Yeah, absolutely. You are exactly right. I, I agree with that. That was, it's, it's funny how they flip-flop. Mm-hmm. They flip-flop, but they still spin on their own axis. You know, they still stay who they are. They just take turns on who's the guiding force yeah. uh, in the episode. Okay, so then they say, Lake Manitowoc, how far? Well, <laughs> well <laughs> who knows? <laughs> a, it doesn't exist, and B, we don't know where you're starting from. So, <laughs> so who knows? Yeah, who knows? We just, it cuts to the car and like some mullet rock, general mullet rock going. Yep. And off they go. And off they go to the sheriff's office, right? That's where they first hit. Mm-hmm. Now, do we meet the sheriff first or do we meet Amy Acker first? We meet the sheriff first. Okay, the sheriff. Mm-hmm. Um, do you recognize this actor? No, I don't. Okay. He had his own TV show. Uh, in the 80s called Hardcastle and McCormick. Oh, my God. And Hardcastle McCormick was about a judge and an ex-con race car driver. <laughs> and McCormick, the, the, the guy, um, I have his name here. Hold on. Um, uh, Daniel Hugh Kelly played Mac McCormick. So oh he God. was the ex-con race car driver. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and so the judge um, gets him released from jail so that he can help crime (laughs) uh and i think it had three seasons oh my god that's such an 80s plot line (laughs) yes and uh it was you know and there was the race car you know and uh, it was one of those like um low ride like like it didn't belong on city streets it was a race car um but mccormick got to drive it i think it was mac skid mccormick was oh my lord um yeah and i think it lasted for three whole seasons (laughs) but so when when the sheriff walks in i was like oh mccormick from hardcastle and mccormick so and of course we keep talking about amy acker as if she's a character i know is an actress who i first fell in love with on angel yes me too fred on angel and she's been on a thousand of other shows since then yeah uh, person of interest alias um to name just a couple but right so these like this show is has 
two famous guest stars. Interesting. I only knew of the one just because I did love Amy Ackers and Angel so much. That character Fred was oh, uh, just wonderful. wonderful. And then heartbreaking. <laughs> and Anyway, we're not talking about Angel. Um, so anyway, backtracking a little bit. So they go to the, the sheriff's office. Did you and did you catch the aliases that they used? Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I look forward to this every time. Every time yeah. somebody opens a door to see Dean and Sam standing there holding up a badge or an ID of some kind, I'm like, who are they gonna be? Yes. And who did they say? They said Ford and Hamill. Yes, on solo. Which okay. is the inspiration for their characters. Right. Which is so great. I have to say though, there's an outtake of this moment. Oh, really? And uh, ta ta ta. Yes, and it cracks me up. Uh, the door opens because it's the uh, the brother of the girl who who drowned. Mm. Um, and he opens the front door. Oh, well, that's right. You yeah, it's the brother first, and then the sheriff, and then, then the sheriff. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's the brother of the girl who drowned, and uh, the door opens. Dean and Sam are standing there, and Dean is supposed to say, "I'm I'm." Ford, he's Hamill, but mm-hmm. instead he says, "Hi, we're with the." Um, wait, wait, wait! Oh, where did I, I wrote it down? Um, Hi, we're with the Wildlife Services, um, and he'd like to scratch your balls. <laughs> I think he forgot their names, and yeah. so instead of saying, "You know, I'm Ford, he's Hamill," he says, "Hi, we're with the Wildlife Services, and uh, he'd like to scratch your balls." And so that's that's just one of the outtakes I found, and that cracks me up. Oh my god! Describable. That is such a. This is very. You know, I am genderizing a little bit, but that is a very typical boy sense of humor, right? (laughs) Absolutely. That I find funny as well, but Uh, yes, it wouldn't be my first go-to of a of an ad lib. (laughs) (laughs) Could you imagine if you were the actor having to face them? While somebody says, oh my God. And then it's such a serious moment too. Yes, we like come in and talk that, you know, talk to you about the death of your sister. But he's yeah, like, scratch, your, scratch balls. your balls. And oh, speaking of wildlife service, this is the third fake ID type that we've seen. So yes. three for three at this point. Yes. Yes. So there's a, so the brother is explaining to them, to, to Dean and Sam, why she didn't just drown like they didn't find her body she couldn't have just drowned she was a varsity swimmer um he even says um she's as safe out there as if she were in her own bathtub mm-hmm. dot 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 mm-hmm. um and it's kind of a throwaway line yeah but hold on to that i found there were a few throwaway lines in here it's writing some of the writing was a little like but anyway, for the most part, I did like it. Um, I also wrote down, Sam has excellent bedside manner. I would want him to be the one to tell me I have like a horrible <laughs> disease or something. Yes. Yeah, I say Sam, Sam is still able to relate to people, whereas Dean relates to the monsters. Yeah. Oh. Sam, saying, Sam says, you know, are you okay? How is your dad dealing with this? Uh-huh. And Dean says... What, did you see any shadows? Did you hear any noises? Yeah, did yeah. you notice anything? Pull her under, you know? Yeah. So Dean's all about the monsters. Sam's all about the... Yeah, well, maybe because Dean has been jaded by being on the road so much, like doing this for his whole life. Absolutely. Then, blah, blah, blah. We already talked about Amy Ackers a little early. Oh, and then I have at 7 minutes, 37 seconds, Horn Dog Dean again. 
<laughs> with this little like eyeballing up and down of Amy Ackers, aka Andrea. Yes. And shot down. Oh, she totally sasses him and I love it. Yes. Like she she totally shoots down his one liner. She's like, you can't even come up with a, a decent pickup. <laughs> yeah, line. and you can see it in her face right away. She's like, eh, nice try. Uh, yeah, I'm not going for this. Yeah. Good for her. Yeah, totally. Good for her. Because again, two outrageously attractive men, <laughs> you know, walk into her little podunk, you know, Wisconsin town, and she's like, mm, no. Yeah. So I have the next the next big thing for me mm-hmm. is so we're back at the at the brother's house, um, the brother of the girl who drowned, and uh, dad is sitting on uh, sitting in the bark lounge or watching TV, and is basically catatonic, like the dad mm-hmm. just you know glazed over and the the brother whose name I should have written down uh is like all right dad well we you should eat something so I'm gonna go make you some dinner so he goes into that's the a kitchen. long ways away is it yeah oh yeah okay. we told like the the scene was like Dean talking to the kid that comes first it does <sighs> pretty sure okay yeah yeah it comes first because I have after a nice sass Amy Ackers I legit laughed out loud at the name three kids that you even know. <laughs> when Sam says to Dean. <laughs> right. That made me like a little like, ha! Uh, that is funny. I did say Dean doesn't like kids, but can relate to Lucas. And Lucas bonds with Dean for some reason, which I yes. find humorous. That the kids like, you know, people who are allergic to cats. That's Cats always find the people who are allergic. And for some reason, Dean is able to bond with well this is wise because they're in the they're in the motel which has i was trying to like guess the theme of this one it was kind of hard to tell look like orange lava wallpaper i don't know (laughs) but when sam is trying to figure out like what the hell is going on there's three bodies and they've disappeared and then he comes across christopher Barr, and then they find out that that was lucas's father and that Lucas witnessed his father drowning. And then Dean says, well, yeah, that can be really traumatic, watching a parent die. Right. Which Dean has done. You know, he's been a child who watched his uh, mother mother die. And so then when he goes to talk to the kid, you know, because they're trying to just get a little information out of him, or, you know, because he is the only eyewitness that they can find. Yeah. 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 Then he's just like, no, I understand. You know, seeing something like that is really traumatic. And I saw something not great when I was a kid too. And that's why Dean connects with him. I've totally glossed over that. I mean, I watched it and it made something, it like meant something to me. Uh huh. Um, but I think I got a little too caught up in like the symbolism of watching, like, because while Dean is talking to Lucas, the boy, he's drawing. Yeah. They're both drawing. Yeah. And I think I got a little caught up in trying to figure out the symbolism of. Oh, the drawings? Like the drawings. And I, so uh, I, I think I, I may have just missed the, the emotion of the scene. Oh, I see. No, I think that's why Dean went to the kid. Like he volunteers. He's like, hey, mind if I go say hi? Because he felt drawn to the kid first and then think the other way around. And because he establishes like kind of a connection with the kid. And then that's why Lucas is then it keeps like um, so he's, coming he's, to him. He's pulled out of the horn dog moment of trying to score points with the mom by yes. by pretending to like the kid. He actually now has an interest in the kid's um, history. Trauma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then uh, 
Andrea tells Sam, because Sam goes and sits with Andrea while Dean is um, chilling with the kid. Um, and she says, like, yeah, he hasn't spoken since his dad's accident. You know, therapists think that it's some sort of post-traumatic stress disorder. And he just sits there and draws all day. And then when Dean comes back, you know, then Lucas shows up and he said, gives him a drawing of a house. I did know that this is a little bit out of... Uh, <laughs> out of the seriousness of the moment, but the picture that Dean draws, you know, is this like what four <laughs> stick people. Yes. And then he puts it down. And when he walks away, then the kid picks it back up. He sideways. doesn't, yeah, he doesn't turn it right side up. <laughs> yeah, I saw that too. It's sideways. <laughs> I was like, Valerie, let it go. <laughs> I know. So did I, but I just, I couldn't help it. It's like, oh, that's a little goof. I was like, well, maybe he has an artist's eye, you know. <laughs> Maybe something's going to come up. Nope, nope. <laughs> the kid just didn't turn the picture. Mm -hmm. the right and way. there was also a tiny bit of a, I don't think it was intentional at this moment. I think um, later on, they kind of went back and, and looked for things. But Dean picks up a little army man. He's just like, oh man, these army men. I used to love playing with these things. Pew, 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 you know. Which um, in season five, the finale. Right? Yeah. I remember the guy. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. It's funny because I now I'm looking for things like while I'm, watching, I'm totally looking, and I was trying to. I was like, there has to be something that that's in these army guys. There has to be something. And in watching it, I was like, nope. You're again, Valerie. You're you're trying too hard <laughs> to find something. So I should have tried harder. No, it was just that was just like one of those moments in the in the season five episode that. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, everything in that episode is great, but we're getting ahead of ourselves. We're still in season one. Four seasons ahead of ourselves. Okay, so. now, now we come to. <laughs> so, yeah. So they go back to, now, my question is, do they go to this house because of the drawing of the house? I don't think they do. I think they went to the house because it's the, I mean, it's the the brother, it's the father of the, the, the swimmer girl who drowned. Mm -hmm. did, did they wind up at the house because Lucas gave them a drawing of the house? No, I don't think so. I think, you know, they're just kind of keeping in loop with, like, evidence, you know, of, like, the connections and stuff. So Sam says that he drove by the Carlton house and sees ambulances and That's comes right. back and says, back Will there. is dead. He drowned in the sink. Right. 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 They do go back there. Mm -hmm. um, so, so yeah, so the brother drowns in the sink, in the kitchen sink. Uh -huh. Um and once again, it's scary. This stuff is scary. <laughs> it but was scary before it even turns gross. Like I felt like right. that water was so gross before it even turned it's actually gross. Water. Gross water. Scary. <laughs> yeah. So so the the son is like he was filling the sink or he was running the water mm -hmm. to like clean the fish. He had fish. The water changed color, so he turned off the sink. Then the pipes start to back up. So all this ooky gross stuff starts coming up through the pipes my question is who just stands there and watches this happen yeah like the second something comes up through my pipes i am i am running like, oh I shit am, yes what do i do how do i turn this off where are the towels holy crap you know uh -huh. this is not normal and plus it's gross yeah. anything that's gone down the sink should not be coming back up the sink agreed um, you know same thing like when your toilet overflows i mean panic yes <laughs> panic so the fact that he's like, huh, mm -hmm. <laughs> he's just like waits for the sink to fill up and then sticks his hand in, Ugh. sticks his hand in the sink. And 
And he's also not really questioning why this water is so green and black. Yeah. Yeah, I guess maybe this happens all the time living maybe. on the lake. Maybe, yeah. The pipes just back up. I guess so. Um, but, I mean, I have to say that anytime I have to stick my hand in a sink, I have that thought of mm. what's going to grab me and is the, you know, the the incinerator going to turn on? Yeah, like, yeah. am I going to get my hand, you know? Yes. So those things actually still actively go in my thoughts. Of course, oh, totally. I can actually see. But if it's like soapy water, I'm like, eh, I don't want to But he does. He doesn't just pull the chain and pull the plug out. He sticks his hand all the way in to the sink to pull out the plug. And he pulls out the plug, which, by the way, had already been pulled out. Oh, had it been? Continuity. Oh. I'm so <laughs> mad when I saw that. Yes, there's, yes, it had already been pulled out. And oh, then magically funny. it was back in and then it was out. So that aside, he's grabbed. We don't see what grabs him. Something grabs him and not only just grabs his arm but is able to overpower him and pull his head into the sink yeah and drown him yes and there's also like screaming sounds in this water yes <laughs> it, so not only you know our screaming <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i mean and he kicks over you know a paint can in the kitchen or yeah. something I mean, he's making a ruckus and he tragically is drowned and then the sink magically you know unclogs mm-hmm. and um, drains. Mm-hmm. Daddy O did not awaken out of his little TV stupor. No, and I think that's okay because I don't know if you, when you're drowning, I don't know how, many, how much noise you're making. You know, underwater you are, but that's kind of muffled, except for okay. maybe the knocking around of the pink cans. But, but also, his dad's just in a stupor, so okay. Well, he could have legit been asleep. It, yeah, I'll leave it that he's in a catatonic state and yeah. just can't hear anything yeah um but that was my why didn't dad hear this i mean i heard it (laughs) i heard it i heard it why didn't he oh i even made a note here i should i should just read my notes before i speak because i made a note about when the boy um the boy has a picture of the house and that's how dean and sam figured to go back after the drowning after the son, the boy is drowned. Not the boy, the brother whose name I didn't write down is drowned. No, in the sink. yeah, Will. Will, thank you. I think I think it's Will. The the fathers I know is named Bill. Um, oh, geez, Bill and Will. So then Sam and Dean figure out the connection, the, mm-hmm. the, or like the you know at least the connection that they can find at the moment, which is Bill Carlton, um, the father, being that both his kids drowned. Um, mm-hmm. But don't they also figure out that um, there's something wrong with the lake itself? Like the yes. dam? The, yes, the because dam since, breaking? Well, yeah, at the beginning, they said the sheriff says, well, the lake is going to disappear in a few months because the dam is like busted and, and you, you guys didn't give us any money being the <laughs> wildlife services that they are. So, yeah, the lake is going to disappear, probably the town too. I don't know if that's ever if that's actually a thing that has happened to small towns in the past. Probably, uh, I'm sure it has. I know that I know that towns um, have been flooded in the making of lakes, like when they mm. build a dam and they flood a valley and stuff like that. I'm sure the exact opposite has happened when um, they, the lake dries up. up. On the, yeah. Yes. So when they find out the connection, and then they find out that um, the sun didn't drown in the lake, but in the sink. And that, oh, this is the same water. It's coming from the same water source. It just came through the pipes. There's something with this lake. 
Yeah. Which and then the lake kind of becomes or the water. No, the lake. It becomes lake. a character. Yep. Yep. And the and at the same time, the dad has figured it out. Yes. Now that both of his children have drowned, mm-hmm. he's figured it out. You don't know what he's figured out, yes. but he's figured out his connection. We still don't know what it is. Right. But he's figured it out. Yeah, he knows it. So then Sam and Dean, they go back to Andrea's house with Lucas because they think Lucas knows something here. Um, they mention like traumatic experiences can lead to odd skills that have never shown up before or even sometimes premonitions. I had meant to look this up to see if this was actually true or not, and I didn't. <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> For the sake of this episode, it is. So they think, no, Lucas knows something because he's suffered this, you know, incident. Mm-hmm. So they go back to maybe get like another drawing or something. And then Dean goes to Lucas in, you know, his little soft way. <laughs> and he talks to Lucas about losing his mom. You know, it's like, I saw my mom get killed. And I saw, now, <laughs> again, I was just like watching in, in like real time and or making these notes in real time. I wrote down like as a personal interpretation that I don't think Sam has ever heard Dean talk about his mom like that, or at least ever heard him speak about her to other people. Or like mm-hmm. tell the tell like basically the real story. Right. With an emotion attached to it as opposed to this is what happened. He's actually talking about how it affected him. Yes, but also physically it's just like I saw my mom get killed and it was really terrible for me, like as a child seeing them. Um and then later on <laughs> I wrote down like I was right because, <laughs> because Sam, Sam and the, points it out. Yes, he's just like, I've never heard you tell that about mom before. Yeah. And uh and he's, and you are right. You are absolutely right. And I find it interesting that it's it's like at what point it's like Dean doesn't have to share that moment with Lucas. Right. He doesn't have to, he chooses to. Mm-hmm. Yes. And and I think that, you know, that says something about his character. Yes, he's been uh um giving us little moments of like vulnerability here and there. And he keeps like growing in this episode. Oh, <laughs> I saw tall locks on the car still. The locking, saw, mes- the yeah, locking yeah, yeah, mechanisms the on the car still are still very still tall. See, now you're never going to be able to unsee that. I know. <laughs> I'm so sorry I did that to you. <laughs> you will find the episode where they changed the locking mechanisms on the Impala. So because they figured it out that it's the, the dad, mm-hmm. that it's that family connection, they go out to the house right because they 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 are able to look back at the the drawing that lucas made and they're like oh my gosh that's their house that's this so there must be well uh, he gave them another drawing of um like a different house yeah church and and a house so do they go see the old lady first yeah they see the old lady because they're like trying to figure out like man how many yellow houses do you think would be in this town And then Sam, using his little lawyer out-of-the-box skills, just like, well, this church. There's also a church in this drawing. There's probably not too many of those. And then Dean points out, like, oh, big college boy, huh? (laughs) But you know what? You know, adding Sam to this team really makes them better hunters, you know, because he can use those out-of-the-box thinking skills of his to get – Mm-hmm, to get mm-hmm. to the to get to the point faster. So yes, then they go see the old lady. Yeah, and it turns out her son 
mm-hmm. disappeared and he rode a bike. He was supposed yes. to ride his bike home. Uh-huh. And he didn't show up. And she, of course, has the immortal line of, you know, having your child die before you is worse than being dead yourself. Mm-hmm. Which I believe the father said. Yeah, he did in the he- beginning. Yeah. They both say it's worse than dying. And those are what uh, that was one of those like throwaway moment lines where I was just like, mm, OK. <laughs> <laughs> but then they also figure out, is it there that they they figure out that there's uh, that the little boy who disappeared originally, who didn't come home from riding his bike, um, that he was friends? Like, was there a Boy Scout picture or something? Or is yeah. that a discovery? No, that was a picture in the old lady's house. That they find of her son and someone standing next to him, and on the bar on bark on the back, <laughs> on the back it said the I can't remember the kid's name, the original kid's name. Mm-hmm. Um, it said his name and Bill Carlton, you know, nineteen seventy seven or whatever. You know. Gotcha. Ha ha, Bill. Yes. Bill. <laughs> so now do they race back to Bill's house? <laughs> now do they? When do they race back to the to the father? Yes, yes, that's when they do. Because now they're in a rush. They don't yep. just like randomly show up. Now they're like driving to that mm-hmm. house. Yes. Um in a hurry. Uh-huh. And uh and they they see the dad who has figured out that he is probably part of the cause of both his children drowning tragically. Mm-hmm. And he's jumped in his motorboat which is the slowest motorboat I've ever seen on television, <laughs> uh, you know, outside of a comedy. Yeah. Um, and he's just put- putting out to the middle of the lake. Yeah. And uh, Dean and Sam see him and realize that him being near the water is catastrophic. And so mm-hmm. they race to the end of a pier and they're trying to get him to turn around and come back. You know, we can help you come back, come back, come mm-hmm, back. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, the lake has other, <laughs> other plans for him. Yeah. And essentially just, I I thought like the boat got blown out of the water, but it's like it got blown up and sank at the same time. Yeah, it was really odd. Yeah, you don't see what happens. It just kind of goes and then bubbles and that's it. Yeah. Which I guess goes to show that you don't see what happened to the body. You don't see what happened to the boat. It's just gone. Yeah, which is pretty unnatural. I mean, an explosion out of the water is pretty, of a lake is pretty unnatural anyway. But the whole how he got taken in the boat, too, was also unnerving in the way that it didn't really move. Right. Right. So this brings me to my second outtake of the episode. (gasps) Yay. Yay. So how hard is it to react to something that isn't actually there, right? Mm. So when somebody says, pretend there's a big wave Mm -hmm. coming at you. (gasps) Yeah. Well, so the actors, Jared and Jensen, have to react to witnessing this boat being blown out of the water. But it's clearly it's all CGI. Nothing. I mean, that's the other thing is that this was not a real. This was a CGI (laughs) moment. And it's clearly CGI. Yes. Um, And I think in this outtake, uh, Jensen and Jared are reacting to what they perceive is going to be a ridiculously CGI moment. Yeah. And so they're the first they have shocked faces in, you know, the camera's just on them showing them being shocked. And then Jensen jumps into Jared's arms like, oh, my gosh, hold me, hold me. What do we do? And and cut. (laughs) Clearly not what the directors were looking for in that moment. So that was 
That is my second and final outtake moment of this. Oh, episode. final boo. Well, for this episode that yes. I that I found. Yeah. Which I love. So I don't know if I mentioned it, but I love outtakes. Yeah. Yeah, you do. I love outtakes. I love bloopers, outtakes. Not such a fan of deleted scenes, because I feel like deleted scenes are deleted for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, but outtakes and bloopers just show the humanity. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Job and I love it. Yeah, outtakes are great. Oh, so then after the boat explodes, they go to the sheriff again. But by this time, the sheriff has figured out who they are, or you know who they who they're not. They, they, I should they say they're not. <laughs> yeah. He's really pissed off, and he's also feeling attacked. And he's like, "Well, you think that I had something to do with this?" He tells him to leave, like get get the f out, or yes, get the hell out of my town. Yeah. yeah. So then they're leaving. Sam is fine with leaving. He's like, okay, well, I guess we did what we could. Everyone's attached to that lake is dead, so. Yeah, but Dean, and I have here written Sam logic versus Dean gut feelings, which again makes them better hunters because Sam is laying out the logic of like, you know, there's nothing else we can do. This person's dead. This person's dead. This person's dead. Mm -hmm. That's what my dad. And Dean is just like, you know what? I just, I can't let this go because what if, what if we're wrong? Right, correct. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> wrong right <laughs> yeah and instead of turning left to get back to the freeway he turns right and goes yep. back into town which is awesome yes a very redeeming dean moment not the only one in this episode nope. so they go to andrea's house she's you know just checking up on lucas saying like oh you should go to bed honey it's really late puts him to bed and then she starts a bath which is never a good thing no. for a female in a scary show. <laughs> yeah. It's filling up a bathtub. The fastest filling up. The fastest bathtub I've ever seen filled up. Absolutely. And the like never that. ending. And the never ending fill up. Yeah. She just keeps the in. water running. <laughs> it just keeps going. Even though the water is at literally at the rim of the bathtub. I have to say, I'm very jealous of how deep her tub was. I know. It was a very luxurious tub. Yeah. It's never a good sign when the female in the in the show draws a bath mm-hmm. gets into a bath uh-huh. <laughs> and closes her eyes yes <laughs> yes <laughs> that is just evil evil so she gets into evil she's surrounded by evil and mm-hmm. evil is going to get her and guess what the water is dark mm-hmm. and then the water turns gross mm-hmm. which nobody ever knows when they're being showered in blood or showered yep. in food. they never realize that the, the texture of the water has changed until they in their eyes and they are surrounded <laughs> what happened by by goo and gross and evil now i have to say her attack is far more violent than anyone's yeah. so far in this episode yeah it is it is this is a scary scary thing this isn't just a hand grabbing her which we still haven't seen at this point right and there there is it is so violent Yes, it's violent. The camera and the effects here are very jerky movements. Again, unnatural, again, unnerving. And I was, I was just like, this, I do not like this. (laughs) Yeah, because she's pulled under. Mm -hmm. She's pulled under so unnaturally. Yes. And and she's held underwater so unnaturally that it's it's not, again, it's not just something pulling her under. It's a, it's, uh, I just can't, it's so forceful. It is yeah. so forceful. Yeah, and you can that, see her like gripping the edge of the tub, like 
physically trying as hard as she can to pull herself out and there is just yeah. something just keeping just her face like yeah. not even her whole head really it's like yeah. you know she's the- able to like fling a leg over the side and even that you know she can't even use her leg strength to get her to get her right. out of that yeah i just very it was just i was taken aback by how violent yeah. this attack was yeah honestly. but thank god that dean did have his gut feeling because the minute he rings the doorbell lucas is opening up having a panic attack you yep. know just like ah! and then brings the boys upstairs you know starts banging on the on the bathroom door and then sam to the rescue you know goes in he's like oh shit you know Sam breaks struggles. down the door. Yeah, breaks down the door and struggles, struggles. Cannot, cannot get her to out. pull little Amy Ackers out yep. of this bathtub. Yep. And and uh, what's interesting is that it's Sam to the rescue. Dean is comforting the child. Mm-hmm. You know. But again, how hard does does Sam struggle to get her out? I mean, he is. It's not like he's trying to lift heavy weights. Yeah. It's like a tug of war. He is yeah. literally losing a battle of tug. Uh-huh. Um, and even when he gets most of her out, it just grabs, ju- again, just her face back into the water. Yep. It wants to kill her. Ugh. It doesn't want to take her. It wants uh-huh. to kill her. Yeah. And uh, and do you hear the voices? Yes. Do you hear the voices? I did yes. hear the voices this time. I was wearing um, I was wearing headphones while I was watching, <laughs> and I said, "There are fucking voices in this water." Yeah. I was like, "EVP." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote it down. EVP. Be considered EVP. But it wasn't just screaming. Like I heard, I had to like rewind it a couple times because I did hear words being said, but I couldn't make I couldn't make them out. Still, yeah, it's whispers. Yeah, it's whispers. It's something being said. It's not frantic in what's happening. Yeah, it's just malevolent. Uh-huh. Whatever the sound is, it is. I like that word now, malevolent. <laughs> and I put in. <laughs> I find it funny, like my notes sometimes that I write, but after i put there are fucking voices in the water and in parentheses i was like help please you know it was me trying to like figure out what it was oh, that it said. The words oh and then like very shortly after you know andrea says what it's and then i put oh come play with me that's what it was <laughs> oh see i w- i couldn't even hear words i was just like it just sounds evil to me it just sounds like you know disembodied voices uh, I mean, clearly it's disembodied voices, but it yeah. didn't sound like, because sometimes they'll use children's voices as sing-songy, nursery yes. you know? Yeah, Ping. yeah, I know what you mean. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't hearing that. And um, that could just be that I've got terrible ears after 25 No, but, but after... <laughs> <laughs> Damn you, opera singers. But no, after she said, you know, I heard this voice and it was saying, come play with me. I did rewind it again. I couldn't hear that. I couldn't okay. hear physically come play with me no matter how high I had the volume turned up mm-hmm. I did hear words but I couldn't make them out and I could not make out come play with me ah okay so it wasn't just me no it wasn't just you I almost feel like maybe it was af- like an afterthought of like what the voice was saying you know maybe they recorded the voices first mm-hmm. and then decided what it was they were going to say in yeah. the script but yeah, I get it's still it's I like when know. you get to the end of the episode though, you're like come play with me because it's not it doesn't it doesn't mesh with what the characters were going through, like what this child's journey is. It I agree. Mesh. I agree. They never really mention like why this kid is I mean, I can kind of maybe interpret why, but they never 
it's yeah. never like something that that the character in his life said or made a point of saying so it was a weird it was just it, i think it was just like this is a creepy phrase let's use it you know yeah. for a, a ghost kid to use yes right ghost kid yes so they save her i mean yes. sam rips her from the water from the tub and they're able to rescue her yeah um my 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 next note is because it's it's the next scene i don't know if it's the next day like the next morning um but they're talking about like what happened and why is this happening and they see lucas outside you like walk off the front like he walks out the front door and he's walking off into the into the woods or into the front yard my question is what the hell is lucas wearing no, I didn't notice. <laughs> what is he, he wearing? wearing like sweatpants and a sweatshirt that are like oh, that's right. sizes too big. And yeah. I was like, what the, I mean, it's, it's one thing that the kids got, you know, out of style, long hair for a little boy, you know, I mean, it's cute. It's long hair, but it's, you know, it's out of style for. Was like, it out of style in 2005? Yeah, I think so. I can't I really so. remember. Nor do I really know what kids trend right? towards. I'm completely um, out of touch with that. But I mean, it makes sense that, you know, for a kid who was traumatized by, you know, watching his father drown, that, you know, getting him in for a, a trendy haircut, probably not going to happen. But his clothes, I was like, what the heck? I mean, are they trying to draw a correlation between like Dean who wears his dad's leather jacket and it's big on him? But they didn't, they didn't mm. say anything about it and they didn't refer to it. Just made me think that maybe he was just poorly costumed. But I was like, that, yeah. I was like what is he wearing? I mean, yeah. it is gigantic clothing. Yeah, I do remember that. I remember him standing on the, the, the bike. The, oh, the, on no, the, bike. The, the, the bike gravesite. Oh, right, so right, right. But they figure out, they, they bring out like a photo album. Dan, Dean is looking for photo albums, you know, for evidence. He's looking for any kind of evidence or connection. Like, why was she... Right. Why, Why was, was she, she taken? Because at this point, there's no connection, really. You know, she's not related to the Carltons. Except that her husband was taken, so. Yeah, that's but true. I don't know why. But then Dean finds a photo album with, um, oh, God, I wish I would have looked up this kid's name. The, the original dead kid mm-hmm. finds him and Bill Carlton, brings it to Andrea and says, do you know anybody in this picture? And she's like, not really, except my dad. <laughs> and it, my dad. And then it's like, ding, ding, you know, the, light bulb moment for Sam and Dean. Be like, oh, yeah, this is the kid. This is standing next to the kid who disappeared, who never came home that day from riding his bike. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Speaking of yeah. bike, then we see, you know, baggy sweatpants kid just <laughs> wandering. And then he just stops. And then they realize something's here. Maybe the, the body, they dig it up and they find the bike. That Lucas has actually drawings of, like he yes. was drawing it. Yeah, several drawings of this bike. And it's like this little kid's old bike and it's buried in the dirt, which is horrifying. Yeah. That it's a little kid's bike. Yeah, that is uncomfortable and sad. Um, but then Andrew's dad, aka that sheriff, is just there just kind of shows up like he's he's catching on he's just like oh shit or maybe she called him maybe she called him was like oh my god i almost drowned in my bathtub bathtub. help me as safe as she is in her own bathtub (laughs) Mm -hmm. so he's there draws a gun on the boys and then the truth comes out we hear like 
you know, we, we bullied this kid. He wanted, and here's here's where I think the come play with me thing came in. They might have said, they meaning Bill Carlton and the sheriff might have been like, oh, come play with us. Come play with us in the water. And then they held his head underwater until yeah. he drowned. Okay. Yeah, they accidentally I can drove. see that, but I kind of don't. I just, yeah. the, the bullying, because if, if it's the boys who were bullying him, I don't think he would be saying, come play with me. I, but I think they I, wanted to mess with him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we're not gonna we're not gonna hurt you. Come yeah, on, yeah, 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 yeah. That that has legit happened to me before when I was younger because oh. I was massively bullied. Uh, and they'd be like, Oh yeah, come join us. It'll be fine. And then it was not fine. Oh yeah. When I was little, I remember the first time I got like pushed down on the playground and I stood back up and then I got pushed down again. I was like, mm-hmm. Is this the game? Is this how we yeah, play? Is this right. I don't know that I don't understand this game. I didn't understand what bullying was until you know, someone's like, yeah, don't let them keep pushing you down. I was like, what am yeah. I supposed to do? Right, right. Um, but I do want to point out before we uh, keep going, at 36 minutes and nine seconds-ish is the first mention, I think, of assaulting and burning things. Yes! <laughs> yes! The name of our podcast mm-hmm. is Salt and Burn This. Yes. And Dean says, we have to salt and burn the remains. Yes. Yes, I like made that really big in my notes. And I, uh-huh. I was like, oh my yeah. God. I was like, there it is. <laughs> there it is. Um, so if anyone's wondering why we call the podcast The Salt and Burn This, it's because in order to release uh, trapped ghosts from their earthly confines, you have to find the remains of a body, salt them, and burn them. And that releases the, the ghosts to either go to heaven or to go to hell. Yeah. Releases their from, spirits. Mm-hmm. Releases them from Earth. Yes. So they mm-hmm. they they have to try to find the, the remains of this little boy. Yes. But then the sheriff says, like, no, he, he drowned. Yeah. We, le- we left the body left in the, the lake. Body, though. Which yeah. is kind of, I think, like Sam and Dean's, like, last hope. Like, oh, shit. Now we right. have to find this other way. It's going to be way harder. It may even <laughs> be possible. I don't know. And then, and this was the first time that I heard the voice say, come play with me, is when Lucas hears it. And it was also the first time that I heard it to begin with. And what I mean is like when I first watched this episode many years ago or like kind of since then, I always just kind of saw the kid like get up and walk away. I never saw his or heard his reason of doing so. I thought it was just like him being a weird kid. and you know, like, Right. Yeah. Same here. I was like, why would he, why would he just wander away during this yeah. like big moment? So in this rewatch, it was the first time I heard in, in that time ta- moment. Hear it. Oh, yeah. So the headphones. Oh. I heard the little voice saying, like, oh, come play with me. And then he gets them and walks away. And, and Lucas goes to play with the little boy. Yes. So this c- brings me to my jump out moment. Uh-huh. <laughs> and... Again, there's a certain level of expectations when you watch a show like this. <laughs> but up until now, there it's just been, you know, people disappearing under the water or, you know, yeah. people being pulled in. You don't know what it is. Lucas standing on the edge of a dock or he's now kneeling and he, you know, goes to reach his hand into the water. And of course, out comes a hand finally we see. And it's not just a hand. It's a dead blue, gray, <laughs> creepy hand that grabs the little boy and yanks him into the water. Again, those of us who have a fear of drowning or have a fear of being grabbed, this is all of those like crammed into one. And mm-hmm. it was a jump out moment. You knew something was going to happen. You just didn't know what it was. 
and it was a hand of a dead little boy reaching out of the water and grabbing and it doesn't just reach out it like it jumps out of the oh water, yeah pulls him in i was legitimately scared in this moment i have to say that i held my breath from this moment until the oh. end <laughs> i did not breathe it's like <laughs> lucas gets pulled in sam and dean go running in and dive in after the boy the um the sheriff gets pulled under um they can't find and it's like you see the sheriff go under like yeah. you see him disappearing like the camera's following him down into the water um then they can't find lucas he's still under the water so i'm still not breathing at this point and then you can't see dean <laughs> and and i was yeah i i literally was breathless until uh dean is able to break the surface and rescue the the little boy yeah that was it was a really intense scene you're like it wasn't even that long it was like a couple minutes maybe if that maybe one minute oh even just describing it i'm like (laughs) (laughs) but this was totally like a jaws kind of thing because again like you said we don't see the thing we just kind of assume that it's just the water Mm. is is the thing and seeing this hand and then the face the face peering up Yes. That ghost is 100% the grudge, period. Like, oh, gray, <laughs> white. Circly, uh, the, uh, not wet. Yes. I mean, and evil. Mm-hmm. I mean, just the eyes, because you don't see, he doesn't, like, the head doesn't come out. It's just. Like alligator. Yep. And he just, and he makes eye contact with Dean and Sam. With the. With the head. I think he makes, I think it's the sheriff. I think the oh, sheriff the sheriff sees him. And that's the moment where he's just like. Oh shit! This is, they were telling the truth the whole the, the whole time. Oh my god! And because he recognizes, I think who he is—the little boy. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, oh. I know it was so creepy. But at least he, the sheriff does the right thing and says, "Take me." You yeah, know, really, Lucas, take me. Mm-hmm. You know, and he does. <laughs> yeah, he does. but we we don't know that he actually releases Lucas um, until Dean, you know, bursts out of the water with him. And that moment, the um, not only did it, did I like get to release my breath, but the emotions played. I have to say that little boy who played Lucas, so good, so good. And Dean's face in that moment of um, being able to rescue the little boy, it just the pain, the release of pain on his face. It was like, oh, such an emotional moment. It was, but there was a moment where I mean, I knew how it was going to end, but. You couldn't quite tell if this kid was alive or not at right. the time. And even like the next couple of lines um, in the following scene, it almost plays out. You're not quite sure. I mean, if this right. was your first time watching the episode. Yeah, you don't see him breathe. No. And you don't see a CPR. You just see somber Sam and Dean going to the car and them saying like, you know, we can't save everybody. Right. Who, who didn't they save? Yeah. Yeah. And then was- you see the kid and then you're like, oh, phew. Oh, I'm so glad you mentioned that because I remember <laughs> thinking that, but I didn't write it down. It was, and, uh, so I'm so glad you you said that. I did say for for like a something that almost kind of took me out of the moment was when the uh, the dad was being dragged under the water. You know, like ooh, yeah, with his hands, too. he almost yeah. looked like he was waving. He almost yeah. looked like he was being like bye, do ballet. You know, yeah. it wasn't like he was. It's like either struggle or don't struggle. Yeah either be resigned to the fact that you've you've done this and these are your 
these are the consequences of your actions or struggle against it. But this was like, like you said, yeah, <laughs> yeah the arms were just a little too ballet. Yeah. Yes. That did kind of take me out of it. You know, but he's used to driving race cars. So. Right. <laughs> he's not used to drowning. Andrea seems awfully chipper being that she just saw her dad get d- dragged down to the bottom of a lake by a murderous ghost. Right. You know, she's yes. like, hey, guys, here's some sandwiches. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and she's super happy that now Lucas is talking. Yes, you know? which fair. Yes, but yeah, angry ghost, murderous ghost, and your father's dead, even though you also found out that your father was a murderer. That's true. Um, but yeah, kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you play that? <laughs> well, thanks guys i guess i'll go on with my life now right. <laughs> yeah. i i mean i'm happy i didn't drown in a bathtub i mean i'm surprised they didn't show her like packing her car and leaving you mm-hmm. know like mm-hmm. did, it's kind of like the end of poltergeist did you ever see the movie poltergeist uh only bits and pieces of it well uh, you know they pack up and leave <laughs> oh and then and then the house that kind of disappears into the itself house, right like sucks into yeah. a little fruit yeah yeah i've seen that yep. part but it's like they get out you know they leave so it's yeah like, why, why Bye. people who you know this lake the, the little drowned boy is still out there right the you lake's know? gonna disappear anyway i don't see why you wouldn't just leave now yeah. <laughs> bye-bye you know figured it out let's let's go how many more buried bicycles are there out there but i thought that was funny another thing that i thought not funny haha but is that they don't really make a point of lucas's clairvoyant abilities yeah it literally is like hey you know he pointed us in the right direction and he know he he pointed us to the house to the bike you know he did this all and then that's it yep there's no mention of him being you know some sort of special kid Right. And my question is, was he special just because like the ghost was actually acting through him or was he actually a clairvoyant kid? Right. Like I said earlier, they mentioned traumatic experiences can kind of bring on premonitions. But does that last for the rest of his lifetime? Yeah. Did it end just because of closure, because the spirit is finally uh, satisfied, mm-hmm. finished his uh, what what do they call it? Like unfinished business, you know? Sure. And is he now no longer clairvoyant? clairvoyant yeah so that was just one of those huh and it wasn't it didn't like slap me in the face but it was one of those like I kind of sat back after a while and went hey yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) what about this you know clairvoyancy isn't that kind of a supernatural thing right I have to say um the end of this episode made me want to actually then tune in and watch the next one yeah because it had a it was a happy feel-good moment the heroes um, succeeded, mm-hmm. you know, and I love having heroes and I love it when they succeed yeah. and they, they did it. So I, I had to stop myself from just tuning in to watch the next one. And it wasn't like, a, I can't wait to see what happens next. It was, I liked this. I want to yes. continue this feeling. Yes. And I um, think part of that is, well, first off at 42 minutes, three seconds, Dean finally gets his ladies man moment where Andrea gives him a little smooch on the lips. And, you know, she's just like, thank you so much for saving Mm us. Which my question is like, no love for Sam. He literally saved your life and pulled you out of a bathtub. But, you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, and But she was totally into Sam because she was always standing near Sam. She always talked to Sam. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. I always thought that her connection was with Sam. So, yeah, the smoochie on the lips. I was like, why? 
Yeah. Why, why is would... Dean always get Why does Dean always get it? But then Dean, you know, to his credit, you know, he he accepts the kiss and he basically says, you know, well, he doesn't say thank you, but, you know, he acknowledges it, I guess, and says, okay, well, I have to move on now. He doesn't stay for fun. Right. right. Call back from the beginning of the episode. Yep. He, he does the right thing and says, okay, well, I've, this, I've helped. It's this was that moment. I'm not going to push it anymore. This, you know, let's go. Nope. So they're in the car and they drive away and this song plays, which does not sound like classic rock to me. <laughs> no, it's another one of those. Why that song? Yeah. Why in this moment? Why that song? That is an early 2000s song for sure. Yeah. I don't know what it is specifically, but. I don't either. And I didn't even want to look it up. I was just like, uh, it was doesn't... an odd, it was an odd song choice considering yep. they always play rock on the out. classic rock. Yep. So did you do any research into um, uh, the Drowned Boy no. story? No, because I figured this was not a local legend. This was something very specific to this community in this town. You know, it was, mm-hmm. you know, I guess I could have ghosts, you know, connections with, you know, people drowning in lakes. So no, I did not do any research I did. for them. You did? I'm so sorry. I did. Yep. No, good. But <laughs> And here's here's the thing that got me. Uh, there is a drowned boy story that took place in 1948 on the Big Island of Hawaii. Oh my God! Yes, where where we have both worked for many, many, many yeah. summers. Where on uh, the Big Island? Do you know? Uh, the Hilo side, just south okay. of Hilo. Uh, the town at the time was called Olaa. Um, over time, as happens in Hawaii, uh, town names change, and uh, the town is now uh, Kea'au. Um, the story is that there was a, a bunch of boys playing by the waterside of a of a lake, um, more like a like a waterfall pond mm-hmm, type of thing. Mm-hmm. One of the boys fell in. Um, the other boys couldn't um, get him. They couldn't uh-huh. retrieve him. Uh, so when uh, rescue divers dove down into the pond to find him, uh, they found his body in a seated position on like an outcropping of rocks under the water. And they said that they found his body just kind of floating, you know, swaying in the water. Uh, And so the story then grew, um, I mean, they couldn't revive him. He obviously had been down for too long, but uh, it then became that lake, that pond became kind of a haunted area where another boy was walking with his father along the outside and the little boy uh, somehow fell in, but uh, not spectators, but people who were there said they heard the little boy call out to his father, something has me, something has me. And the little boy got, was just like pulled under. They were able to rescue him, but he said that uh, something had grabbed him and pulled him under. And so they always thought it was the ghost of the drowned boy who was just looking for, he was looking for, like playmates to join him under the water oh my god (laughs) so our connection (laughs) oh my god I have goosebumps and for those listening you can't see but my eyeballs were literally (laughs) they were widening and widening as the story kept going holy shit that that is scary good find very good find yep and I just and again our connections we don't both always have a connection to to the episode or to uh-huh. a character, but I have found so far that in every episode, each one of us have had some sort yeah. of personal connection. You yeah. more than me. 
but I'll catch up. There were only three in, so. <laughs> I know. I'll, I'll catch up. <laughs> but I thought you would like that. that oh, it, my God. It, I loved that. Oogie spooky. Yes. Yes. That was such a good episode. I loved this episode so much. And now I want to get back to the point where, you know, we were talking about how, how super douchey Dean was in the beginning. He redeems himself, I feel, in the end. And I feel like the writers, it was a little in your face, but I think that they made him and and the waitress like purposely over the so top. over the top so he could have this really redeeming kind of finish or you know a a journey it was a redeeming journey you know because once he connects with this kid you know he's just like oh (laughs) he can now name the kid (laughs) yeah he can now name at least one kid and he shares a very unique connection with this kid and that they've had uh, they've witnessed their parents die by supernatural causes Mm -hmm. and he opens up to this kid and it kind of softens him a little bit and i think yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it was like Sam being there that kind of to, ca- to witness it. Um, yeah, because I can't imagine that Dan, Dan, that Dean wouldn't have had these kind of moments in the many years on the road. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It was. There has to be like something with Sam being there with him to have it stick. Yeah, this time. Right. Right. You know, and maybe it's because Sam is kind of the moral compass. I can't imagine his dad probably was, you know. <laughs> no, it's such a disappointment to see, um, you know, the John Winchester character who went from this, like, loving dad and wanting to play football with his kids to almost abandoning them yeah. for his own journey, Yeah, you know. And I always kind of held that against him, mm-hmm. um, it, you know, until you learn more about his backstory but initially i was like where did dad go yeah yeah why why wasn't he there for sam right you know everyone's right. there everyone saves you know sam from the burning house and then abandons him uh-huh, uh-huh. You know? but that was why ap- when i got to the end of the episode i forgave those cringy moments in the beginning, the beginning. yeah i do like though in that kiss moment she kisses him yes um and he doesn't respond to it. He doesn't like move into it. He uh-huh. doesn't, it doesn't turn. It's not a sexual fun right. thing. It's a connection. He actually yeah. made a human connection to somebody. And it was that other person who broke into his little bubble. Mm-hmm. Like she kissed him, you know, she broke down his little barrier and kissed him on the lips. Right. Um, and I, so I, I don't know if that fully forgives, mm-hmm. but it definitely, uh, completes the arc and it's satisfying it's a satisfying Uh he was this and now there's that and it was a woman who brought him to that moment right a woman and and a kid too the kid definitely had a lot to to do with this so this was the episode i think in this rewatch and kind of starting with the blank slate ish that i really started to like dean yeah you know i mean yes I, i did like him before but you know coming into this with like new eyes i guess Mm-hmm. this was the episode we, that made me like Dean yeah we still don't know who the show's being written for you right. know what I mean is it about monsters is it about Sam is it about Dean is it about the both of them you know what's the show really about and you know along the way everybody finds a character that they um, gravitate towards yeah and initially I was really angry at the Dean character honestly uh-huh. I was I didn't I, I didn't like his um his habits I didn't like his um uh, not peccadillos that's not the right word for it 
Um, but you know, I mean, he's like, he's the bad boy. Yeah. You know, he's the bad boy and Sam is the, is the good guy, the good boy, the good son. And so there was, I, there was so much about Dean that I liked cause I liked the hero, the swagger. Um, I didn't, I didn't like the, the doucheness of him initially. Um, and so it, his character would anger me sometimes. Yeah. I was like, why do they have to make that part of his character? Well, because right. they have to. Yes. <laughs> <You know>? But <laughs> that doesn't start that. from somewhere in order to get somewhere. Exactly. But in those moments, it, you know, I responded and I, I, I'm sure I gave them, uh, the writers, the response they were looking for, which was, I didn't just swoon at his feet. I swooned at his swagger, but I also was like, oh, I hate this guy at yeah. the same time. It's like, yeah. I want him to rescue me. Yeah. I want him to win, but I don't want him to win by, you know, looking at porn all day. Uh-huh. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Not that he does. So it was, it's little things like that. So yeah, yeah this was a redeeming, a redeeming moment that, that you're allowed to hold on to. Mm-hmm. So. so yes, loved this episode. I pretty much loved everything about it. I thought the lighting was fantastic. I thought the sound design was fantastic. And even not just the the water, <sighs> but just the little sounds. Like I've always loved hearing like footsteps, you know, if they have like a certain sound. Yes. You can hear the paper rustling when the kid is drawing, drawing. Like, changing papers, just like little things like that. It really, and also because I was wearing headphones, I think I could hear them even more closely and intimately, but the intimate, that's what it was. It was like such intimate. an intimate episode, especially with yeah. the water running and like splashing against the sink and the bathtub. And I don't know, I really was like obsessed with the sound in this one for whatever yes. reason. No, I mean, that's how I was in the first episode with the sound of the house. Yeah. You know, I was like, didn't you hear the house groaning? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Uh, absolutely. The it excellent production qualities, and I hate to use that word, but excellent production yeah. quality because it just suck. It just wraps around you. You know, yeah. it just brings you in, and it and it holds you in, in the show rather than taking you out. That one CG moment of the boat, but right. but still, I mean, you know, when I when I uh, when I produce my own TV show, I <laughs> no, that's never gonna happen. Just FYI, I have no aspirations. I am not a filmmaker wannabe at all. I want to watch TV. Yeah, so I had this idea and I tried to find this tweet again so I could credit them and I just couldn't, I couldn't refine it because I couldn't remember who retweeted it or liked it or whatever. But it said something along the lines of, you know, have you ever try to explain the supernatural plot to someone who doesn't watch it and then just realize how absolutely insane you sound, you know, considering they just go through so many things. So that kind of gave me an idea of like, what if we tried to recap this episode and as many characters as like a, a tweet allows, which is like 280. It's probably the amount of the actual description, you know, that was in Netflix, but that's, you know, not funny. So, <laughs> so I thought I was like, what if we did like a recap of our recap specific to us? Oh no! <laughs> a recap of our recap? Uh, yes. <laughs> oh god, that's gonna be just as long as the actual recap. No, because it's in two hundred and eighty characters. That's oh. all you get. All that's allowed in a tweet. One tweet, not a thread. One tweet. Did you write one? I, I was gonna do it off the cuff. Ah, uh, okay. You do no, you do. I, I wrote one. Um, okay. And then you can go. Okay. okay. So 
Brothers drive to Creepy Lake that's killing everyone. Find kid who draws premonition pictures. Lake sneaks into plumbing on its murderous spree. The lake is actually the grudge. Nice cop who murdered grudge years ago sacrifices himself. Dean goes from horn dog to puppy dog. <laughs> I can't beat that. <laughs> I can't beat that. Yes, you can. No, not with horn dog to puppy dog. Come on. <laughs> oh. Okay, well, here's the deal. Next episode is yours. Okay. I was going to say something about I, you know, ended up going down a rabbit hole looking at angel footage. Oh. (laughs) Because of guest stars. Yeah. Waylaid (laughs) into watching. Oh, that would have been good too. Angels episode. Okay. So you do the next episode. And I wrote, I actually wrote mine in Twitter. So I would know. Oh, how many? Like, okay. How many to, to do? I didn't publish it, but yeah, I thought you were just going to be like, and go. No, so, um, I can't do that for myself. I'm not an off the cuff type of person, unfortunately. No, I like yours. Okay, I will. I will do the next one. Okay. Okay, and then we'll we'll alternate like that, so. unless there's like a really good episode, then we'll both do one. Okay. Okay. Or we could both. Or we could we just both do one? But well, or we could just pick who yeah. like whose is better like right. whose would be a, a better one so that's gonna wrap it up for episode three dead in the water we will see you next week for phantom traveler phantom traveler mm-hmm. thanks for turning in everyone we'll see you next week bye bye bye